now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What's going on? Nothing much. Let's get to the topic. All right, let's do it. All right, so as always, we are here to help you dad better. All right, so today's topic is going to be birds of a feather. I know you've all heard of that before, birds of a feather flock together. So today we're going to be talking about the importance of choosing and not choosing the right people or the right friends to be around. Kid, want to start us off? Yeah, so first thing when I think about like birds of a feather flocking together that you're hanging around people or you have people around you that you have a common interest. And that's what makes me really start thinking about the people that hang around me or the people that I associate myself with. And as men, I think it's safe to say that we all kind of make our circles smaller as we get older. Um, But it's very, very still important to me to make sure I still have the right kind of people or right kind of guys around me. I know you've probably heard that the people that are around you are going to tell you where you're going to be at in the next five years. Yeah. So in a way, the people that are around you or the people that you associate yourself with, that's who you are. So like, I'm very, very critical about having men of high character high integrity around me. I love having loyal people around me. I love having people around me that, cause I, I guess I like loyalty is really high on my list when it comes to friends is because I feel like that I'm a loyal friend. And if I really put myself out there that I'll do whatever I have to do to support you or whatever the case is. The time that I feel like that you won't do the same for me, that's when I really have a problem. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Because I know that I go all out for the people that I care about. So is it too much for me to expect the same in return? And I guess in my life, I've, and I guess I can say that I've always struggled with not knowing when to cut people off. Like, I feel like I pay attention to signs and things that happen. So I, I kind of know when it's time to start letting people go so they can't hurt you anymore. Right. Um, but also with being so proactive when it comes to letting people go that are not, you know, for me, sometimes I can cut people off prematurely. Hmm. And I don't think that's a good thing. And me and you have talked about that. You know, it's like, when I see something, I go ahead and I take it as, all right, that's warning. You need to go ahead and do something about this right now or this person is going to hurt you badly later on. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I understand. So I kind of had a struggle with dealing with that 
And I feel like that's the time that you really need to lean on your dad counsel. And we talked about this in several episodes, but like, I mean, everybody knows that you're in my dad counsel and my dad is in my dad counsel and my brother is in my dad counsel. And then I have other people that are in my dad counsel as well. And those are the times that I bounce off of the guys in my dad council on whether or not I'm making the right decision. And once I hear from them, then I can make a more clear decision myself. And I'm gonna tell you somebody else is in that council is my wife. Um, Your wife, (laughs) your wife is there, man. Like if anybody else runs off, your wife is there. Like that's your best friend. You know, so yeah. it would only be right to have her included in decision making. And a lot of times what she's telling me is you need to give them another chance. They messed up. You need to give them another chance. And I'm like, no, I saw A, B and C. It's time to let them go. And she's like, no, you can't be like that. They they don't understand or they value your friendship or whatever the case is. And she's right a lot yeah. of times. But I don't, you know, I'm thankful that I'm like that. I'm thankful that I'm aware of clues and red flags because a lot of times people overlook those things and it hurts them. And in my past, I've had where I may have been hanging out with the wrong crowd or they may not have been, I guess behaving properly in in the community or whatever. And as a dad, my dad would look and see the kind of company I kept. And if he saw that that company was going a little bit to the left, he was like, what's going on with that? You might want to take a closer look at that. Yeah. If you want to be looked at a certain way in the community, then you need to be around a certain type of people, you know? Yeah. So our dads are our gods in life and that's what we have to do with our kids. And with Jonah, I mean, as soon as he starts picking friends, cause like early on is like, you can kind of pick their friends for them. Like early yeah. on, Jonah's like four years old. So I mean, yeah. it's not like he's going to go hang out with somebody I don't approve of. But when they start yeah. becoming teenagers and things like that, then it becomes a little bit harder. And you need to be looking at it a little bit closer. Um, but I'm definitely going to give him that advice. You can call me a helicopter parent or whatever. That's fine. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be aware of who he's hanging around, what they're into, who their mom and dad is, you know, and I'm going to help him learn how to choose and pick his friends. You need to be picking people that's on the same path as you. You need to be picking people that are going in the direction that you're going on. And, and also, I've found this out in life. Sometimes you may be associated with somebody that's not necessarily on the right path, but they see you and you be an inspiration for them. Absolutely. And sometimes if you're that inspiration for them and they start getting with the program and and you're pulling them up where you're at, 
after a while, they'll start getting on that right road and then they'll start pulling you up. Yeah. Now that's a good friend to keep. Yeah. But if you're trying to pull them up and then they constantly trying to pull you down, let them go. Let them go. But yeah, I'm, I'm just thankful for, you know, the experiences I've had and I'm, as fathers, we have to advise our kids and sometimes it's going to hurt. Sometimes they're going to get upset. And sometimes you're not going to know what to say or when to say it, but it is what it is. You got to tell them what you got to tell them and let the chips fall where they fall. Yeah. And you got to be able to hang your hat as a dad and say, I did the best I could. And I told you, I told you when the wolf in sheep's clothing, I told you exactly where they were at. You didn't listen to me. Yeah. You know? And that was the choice that you made. And this is the result. So, you know, how you, how you feel about it? Yeah. So, you know, you said a lot of good points there. And uh, one of the things I, I think about too, as far as, you know, birds of a feather, um, you know, the old saying, flock together. Um, a lot of times you're with people, like you said, that have all these common interests and, you know, maybe that look exactly like you and all those types of things, right? So that's one of the first things, you know, I think about too. Um, you know, I really liked what you said as far as sometimes when early on you're able to pick your kids' friends. Yeah. You're able to do that early, you know. You're able to do that early because a lot of times it's all about, you know, they go to the same daycare, yeah, or preschool, or in kindergarten together, you know, or something like that. And then sometimes it's all about, you know, if you get along with their parents or not, right? You know, how how close or how much you allow your your friends, your 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 children to have those those friends in their lives. But as they get older you know, they, as, and they get more into their own of who they are and who they're becoming, it gets a little bit more difficult for you to pick their friends, you know. Um, but that's when you have to kind of rely on all the things that you've done as a parent up until that point to mm -hmm. be able to steer them in the right direction, uh, to try to give them some wisdom and some advice to be able to say, hey, you know, don't hang around people that are doing this, you know, don't hang around you know, kids at your age that are indulging in, you know, recreational drugs, you know, you don't need to be involved in any of that, yeah. you know, all those types of things, you know, giving them the right guidance and wisdom so that uh, when they get to that age, they know which way to go. And hopefully um, they're picking their right, they're, they're picking their friends wisely. They're choosing their friends wisely, right? Um, I had also written down similar quote to what you said, you know, show me your friends and, you know, I'll show you your future. You know, one of the things I think about with that is, and you know, it's, it's not always the case, I would say. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times for some people it is, you know, the people that you surround yourself with, um, that you, that you, that you're laughing and joking with, or you're hanging out with on a regular basis, you know, if I'm just going to say it, if they ain't about nothing, chances are you might not be about nothing. You know, if they're got ambitions and goals and dreams and, you know, doing the right things in life, 
chances are that you might end up, you know, doing that as well. Again, both sides, you know, uh, that's not a given that just because you're hanging around some successful people that that just means you're going to be successful. That is not like that. It doesn't work like that all the time because you have to, you know, in some of these cases, you have to do the work. And then some of these cases, you know, um, you know, as far as you could just be the leader in that group and you're trying to help guide them. If you're, if you're, um, if you're in the group, but that is that you're trying to lead them out of these dark places or trying to get them to do the right things. And I think there's an element of that as adults and as, you know, even as a, as a teenager, you know, you should be trying to teach people and, and instill positivity in people. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I also think about uh, another little saying that goes, you know, you know, you lay down with dog, you get fleas. You know, and I, I think about that one as well, too. Right. And it's, it's just it's so layered, man, because it's not a guarantee, you know, but it can be pretty telling who you're hanging around. You know, you, you can you can pick up a bad label easily by hanging around the wrong people. You could pick up a good label just by hanging around the right people. Right. And so I just think it's it's uh it's very, very important that we we watch the company we keep. Oh, yeah. um, one of the things you talked about as far as cutting people off, and yeah, you and I, we we've had those discussions before. And I would just say to anybody who um may be going through this, or you know, you you've been a friend to someone and they wronged you. Um I would just say this, you know, and it's this me saying this is not me saying that I got it all together and I'm perfect with it because there have been plenty of times people have wronged me and, you know, I, you know, it, they wronged you and you know how it feels when somebody wrongs you, you know, you, you want to have anything to do with them. You know, you, you might want to hate them. You might want to, you know, be vindictive and do the same thing, but, you know, forgiveness is to me is, is, uh, is important. And you got to be able to forgive people. That doesn't mean that, you know, um, you have to like that person and you're best friends with that person and, and all those types of things, but you do need to forgive them. Um, be not, not just for, for their sake, but for yours, right? For your own peace, for your own sanity, Yeah. right? And that's, that's important. Yeah. I definitely feel like... Um... I feel like forgiveness helps you. It, it it helps you move on. And I've done that before. Um, I've had situations where I felt like I was betrayed. And then I removed myself from the situation. And I said, you know what? It is what it is. I got, I got myself, I'm good. You know, I got my family, I'm good. I got my dad counsel, I'm good. You know, I, I don't have to have, because you just learn as you get older, it's like, I don't have to have a whole lot of friends, man. Like, I just need people. If I don't have nothing but two friends or three friends or even one friend, if I only have one and I know that that one has my back, I know that that one is a good friend to me. That's all you need. Yeah. And I've had those times where, like I said, I've let somebody go. And then you go through that process of just being like, man, forget them. 
and you upset, you in your feelings, and then one day you just say, you know what, they don't even know what they're doing. Like, I'm going to forgive them. Yeah. I'm going to move on. Because I've always felt like this. If I'm around you, I'm going to be a good friend to you. You don't have to worry about me stabbing you in the back. And when the time, when I'm given an opportunity, I'm going to be a blessing to you. Yeah. I'm going to be way more of a blessing to you than I am going to be a hindrance or uh, negativity coming towards you. That's just the kind of person I am. So if you don't want me to be in your life or you don't want me to be a part of your circle, that's your loss. Yeah. That is your loss if you don't want me to be around you. And I'm not saying that arrogantly. I'm not saying that arrogantly. I'm just speaking facts. And a lot of you all out there, you do everything you can for people. And if they don't appreciate it, if they don't want you around, let them go. Yeah. And trust me, a lot of times when you let people go, they will come right back. Yeah. It can be a month. It can be a year. It can be years down the road. And if you haven't done anybody wrong, they'll come back. Don't go around looking for somebody to apologize to you. Don't do that. Don't do that. But you just do the right thing. And this is another part of it too. If somebody's wronged you and you cut them off or whatever, and you forgive them yourself, and this person tries to come back and tries to make things right, always give a man an opportunity to apologize. Always give a man an opportunity to make things right. And that's not your opportunity to make them feel terrible about what they did. It's not your opportunity to shame them. Take it from what they say, have respect for that person because they swallowed their pride and tried to make things right. Yeah. That don't mean, like you said, that doesn't mean that you gotta be best friends with them. That don't mean you got to go back to hanging out with them again. But you treat people right. And you let everything else fall into place. Yeah. And like I said, don't go around looking for people to apologize to you. The world does not care about your feelings. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, that's just... This is the dad podcast. So we're talking about dad stuff. We're talking about men stuff. Y'all got to stop being so sensitive about somebody wronged you, man. Okay, right. so what? Move on. Let them be. Don't sit there and be whining about it and crying about it. Man, move forward. Yeah. Don't you got a choice. Yeah, and then... You, it's a choice. Being offended is a choice. Yeah. You know, it, it is. You think about it, man. Being offended is a choice. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, um, but I know you and I, we've talked about it just in regular conversation, but man, being offended is a choice, man. It is a choice. You you choose whether or not to, to hold on to something or you choose to let it go, you know? Yeah. And if someone 
is going to wrong you, that person know they wronged you. Yeah, they know it. Yeah, they know yeah. it. And you know, to me, you keep up a standard, and you keep your integrity where it needs to be. And sooner or later, just like you said, that person will come back around, and they'll find themselves apologizing for what they did to you. You know, but you let it go. You don't get offended. At, again, bro. It's hard. It is hard to take the high road when people just, whether if it, you know, people use the word hating on people all the time. Like they just throw it around a lot now. But it, it, for lack of a better word, I'm just going to say, like, you know, you know, it's hard when people are hating on you or just don't like you for any reason mm -hmm. or just are petty about something. I mean, it's hard. It is hard to keep going. It's, it's hurtful. You know what I mean? And you can easily get offended and want to, you know, just lash out and tell that person off or whatever, or whatever it is that you, whatever emotion that it triggers for you, man. But you choose to get offended. Yeah. You choose to get offended. And I'm going to say, I like my peace. And so I'm going to choose to say, okay. You got me that time, but you know, I'm gonna be ready the next time. Yeah. And just remain peaceful, you know, yeah. and keep your peace. That's the way I look at it, bro. Yeah. And and they'll hold that. And if they can have you, uh, I want them to be around me. And and that's what people do, man. Like people will do that. Like they will try and cut you off from a another group or whatever, and they try and hold that over your head and make you kind of be the odd person out. And it's like, man, we grown too old for that. And then they hold that power over you until you release it. And when you release it and you just say, you know what? I see what you're doing. I forgive you. And I'm just going to be my own man. Yeah. Once you do that, it changes the game up. Yeah. You got to release it. You got to release them from that and forgive them and move on, man. Love them and keep going. I mean, but it's hard, man. Don't get me wrong. On, on the natural side, man, it is so hard to do that. It, it goes against, you know, maybe everything in your being for some people to do that, man. But it's, uh, it's, it's necessary. It's necessary. Yeah, and I guess, like, I'm older now. And being married, you know, you're older, you're, you're married, you know, you're in your career. And it's like, man... I, ain't, I don't have time for this. If you're not bringing anything positive to my life, then you need to just move. Because if I'm coming to you or if I'm in a, a group of friends with you, like it should be having a good time, positivity, you know, Absolutely. no drama. I need to know that you love me and I love you. And yes, I'm talking about me and I know we don't like saying that we love our bros, but you know, you guys should have a certain level of quote unquote bro bromance, which is, you know, you got love for your boys. And, and I feel like you should a lot mm -hmm. of times we, you know, feel ashamed about saying we love our brothers or whatever, but um, you should love your friends, man. You should love your friends for real. And like, I just feel like in my group of friends, whatever group of friends it is, I feel like that, I don't want any weak 
males in my group. I don't want any weak-minded males. I don't want anybody that's trying to keep a whole lot of drama up. I don't want shadiness up. I don't want going behind my back, talking about certain things. Like, we talked about this before. Man, don't be a chatty patty, man. Yeah. You got something to say to somebody, say it to them. If you can't say it to them, then shut your mouth. Yeah, facts. I'm just being as positive as I can be with this, but that's one thing that just irks my nerve is going behind people's back, being shady, not being a man and saying stuff in front of people. Like you being a weak male right now. And if you're being weak, I don't want you on my team. Because if we were somewhere stranded on an island somewhere and we about to go to war with somebody, you could be, you being weak the way you are, that could cost me my life. Yeah. See, the world has been civilized so much <laughs> that we don't think about it in terms of that. Yeah. But if you got a grimy, shady dude on your team, you need to let him go. Right. Because like in, in times of war, that can be your life, right? Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just feel like it shouldn't be any chinks in the armor, man. Like we shouldn't have any weak links. Like everybody needs to be solid. And if you can't be solid, then you need to break out. Yeah. So let me ask you a question um, off, the, off the cuff right now. You know, you got, you, you, you named a whole bunch of different qualities and stuff. Mm -hmm. What would you say are the top three things, top three qualities, characteristics that you, or maybe you think men, or you will tell your son to look for in a friend? What you, you got, I mean, you named off a couple, you know, you said loyalty, you talked about integrity, uh, you said high character, you know, uh, what would you say if you had to name three? What would you say that the, the, the three most qualities, three most important qualities to you when choosing a friend? Um, loyalty, trustworthiness should be one. Yeah. I feel like I should be able to trust you. Um, I feel like dependable is one. Mm. I need to be able to depend on you. Like if you say something, and that, that kind of ties in with trustworthy a little bit. But if yeah. you say you're going to do something, I'm expecting for you to do it. Yeah. So trustworthiness, you know, when you say, man, this is what happened, I promise I put that on everything. This is what happened. I need to be able to believe you. So trustworthiness has to be in there. Being dependable has to be in there. And then loyalty, man. Because loyalty is going to cut out a whole lot of that stuff. Loyalty is going to cut out a whole lot of that stuff. So if yeah. somebody comes to you talking bad about me, then Mario E is going to say, no, nah, you ain't going to come up here talking to me about kid. That's my boy. Right. Right. So, so loyalty has to be up there. Yeah. So I agree with that. Again, just like I said, off the cuff, I would say, you know, yeah. loyalty, trustworthy, and um, being dependable. If I can depend on you, man, like, I need to know, and like I said, I'm not picking friends for you to be able to help me or anything like that financially, but I'm just saying, if I, and I told you this scenario a while, a, a, maybe a week or two ago, 
And I said, Mario, if if the chips are down, I'm doing everything I can to be a father to my son and doing everything I can to be a husband to my wife. And let's just say that um, I need a hundred dollars and I need for you to come to where I'm at. I need a hundred dollars and I need you to come to where I'm at. If you don't come, then my wife, me and my son gonna be out on the street. We're gonna be homeless. For you to be my true friend, I need to know that you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't do that, I don't really feel like we're friends. And it's tears to friends. It's tears to that. Yeah. But you can't be a top tier friend if you can't I hear you. be there for me at that at that moment. I ain't talking about, man, I went out and bought me some new clothes this weekend and I can't pay my utility bill. I need you to hook me up. No, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking yeah. about the chips are down. They got the drop on us. My back is against the wall, you know. Yeah. But I'm about to be on the street. You I need somebody you can depend on. Right now. Yeah. I need, you know what I'm saying? I understand we all have lives, but knowing that you would drop everything and be there for me, you know, I appreciate that in friendship. Mm-hmm. And I know yeah. you would. Yeah. And I would do the same. And that's the same thing. I know you would do that for me. And I definitely would do that for you. Right. You know, right. to me, that's the friendship thing. It's a, it's a give and take thing. It can't be a take, take, take or give, give, give. That's not a, that's not a friendship. No, no, it's not, it's not. And it's little things that parents can pick out with their friend, with their children's friends as they're growing up. You can pick out jealousy. You can pick pick up character. And like I said, it's a fact being shady, being grimy. That's the words we used to use. But parents can pick up those characteristics that show that you're not a good friend. Mm -hmm. That's why we got to let our kids live, but we need to be looking from a distance and saying, you know, you need to check out. So we kind of got to be like that, that eagle that's flying in the air. And as our kids are walking through life, like, all right, you got to, um, you got a river coming up, so you need to you need you need to get ready for that. Or you got a mountain that you got to come across because I can see all this stuff, and yeah. I've seen it before, you know. So we just got to be that we got to be that guy for our kids mm-hmm. and helping them through life and helping yeah. them with um, picking their friends. I think that's key. Yeah, because I think friends is are something that we all need. I don't think Absolutely. it's something that we don't need. I feel like we need. We need yeah. a, a band of, especially fathers, we need a band of strong fathers. Mm-hmm. You got to have a tribe, man. You got to have a tribe around you with like some people with some common interests. You know, I, I was kind of scribbling down some things that, you know, that I would say like, you know, to the same question I asked you, you know, so for me, if I, if I were, if you were, if you were asking me the same question, you know, I would say, um, common interests, um, you know, to me, you, 
a friend is going, you're going to definitely have some type of common interest. It may, may not be a whole bunch of things, but you have something in common, right? To be considered my friend. So that's, I would say like some common interests. Um, I was saying dependable, somebody you can depend on, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing, you know, when you, when you call your, when someone calls you their friend or you think it's someone is your friend and then you step out there and they know where to be found, you know, that hurts. okay. I mean, we, to me, like you said, like, I, I'm like, okay, we cool, but maybe we not like friends. Like I thought we were, and yeah. that's okay. You know, yeah. um, we not as tight as I thought we were. And that's, that's fine. Maybe if, you know, they didn't perceive me as being a friend in that, in that way to where they, they felt like, you know, that wasn't reciprocated and that's fine. Um, another thing, and you, you kind of said it, and I'm just going to kind of tighten it up on my end a little bit, but you mm -hmm. talked about, um, you know, you know, the loyalty piece or whatever stuff. Yeah. Only thing I would add to that is I would say, I don't want someone to be blindly loyal to me. I would want someone to help hold me accountable. So if I'm going down the wrong path, I, I expect my friend to be able to say, hey, Mario, that ain't it. Yeah. You know, hey, change up, bro. You know, this, you, 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 you slipping right here, but I'm gonna help you. So yeah. that's why I say accountability, you know. Um, cool. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. real good. Cause I didn't yeah, I, think about that. Yeah, I, I expect a friend to do that, not not to be like, you know, yeah, I'm loyal. Not not talking, I'm not, I'm not, you know, poo pooing your your list that you came off with off the top right there. But I'm just saying, like, I, I would expect a friend to not be loyal to the point of, you know, I'm just getting in all sorts of type stuff and they not holding me accountable. Like, hey, no, we don't do that. You know, I, I expect a friend to be able to say that to me. Yeah. For, for for me and that 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 brother to have that kind of rapport. They're like, hey, that ain't it, you know? So and, I, I definitely say that. Yeah, because I when I said loyalty, I was kind of thinking more of like, if somebody come to you with some ill talk about me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, your loyalty lies with me not to be the center of the conversation and just right. like, oh, I, understand. I don't know about kid, you know? So I guess that brings up the next point. Um, do you think that someone can truly be your friend if they hang out with somebody that is your known enemy? Oh, wow. wow. Many wow. times. Hmm, that's a good question. That is a good question because like we see it from time to time, right? Yeah, you do. You see that from time to time where you know, like, <laughs> and you see, you see it with guys and girls, right? So I'm thinking about it in terms of like a father and like, if my daughter were to ask me a question similar to this, you know, like, you know, she, she got a group of girlfriends that is one girl that's cool with a girl that she not, she don't really get down with, you know, like, is that girl really your friend? Man, that's, that's a good one. Um, wow. That's layered because like, it depends on, on what's that middle, I'm gonna call it the middle friend. If that, what's that middle friend's motive, you know? 
What's that middle friend's motive? Is that middle friend trying to stir up some animosity and keep stuff going, keeping some drama going? Is that friend trying to play the peacemaker, you know, to try to build a bridge between both? I've seen this like happen so many times. Like, I don't feel like that that middle person is really, sometimes I've seen with that middle person that's your friend, but then they may be associated. And I use known enemy, but let's just say that you just don't hit it off. Or maybe y'all had some some words, but y'all didn't get so much so much into it where it was like a fight between you two guys. But it's like, me and him ain't seeing eye to eye, right? But you talking to him, but I feel like that middle friend is never really trying. To, well, sometimes I can say that they are trying to bring people together, but most of the time they're not necessarily trying to bring the people together. But I know for sure that they're not trying to rip them apart either. Yeah. How do you feel about them just, they with them, they with you. They with them, they with you. But it's never been like a, I felt like they were just like trying to start stuff. Yeah. So like, let me answer, let me try to answer it this way, right? So I don't think I have anybody in my life that like I truly, you know, just can't stand. Like I hate. It's nobody like I I could think of that. Like I'm like to that point where like I hate them. Right? It's nobody mm-hmm. like that. Um, there are some people that I just don't really connect with. Maybe because of the interests we have, we don't have similar interests and don't really know them. Um, but if you were to tell me maybe someone who that I know that bad mouths me. Mm-hmm on a regular basis. And then here it is, I have a friend and they are gonna go and hang out with this person that regularly bad mouths me, that I know that it gets back to me that this person bad mouths me on a regular basis. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have a problem that yeah. they are hanging out with that person on a regular, I'm, I'm gonna say, hey, like, you know, cause first thing I'm gonna think is, okay, like you over there with them now, so you bad mouthing me too? Like, that's kind of where my head is gonna be. You know, so yeah, just yeah, for sure. If my son was in in school, school age kid, and he had an issue with another kid, and then his best friend was hanging with this other kid that he just had a run in with or never can get along with, I'm probably going to advise my son that that friend is not your friend. Yeah, be be careful of that friend. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Be careful of that friend. So, Everybody say this your friend, not your friend, you know? They're not. And sometimes I guess it's just hard for people to see it, but red flags are there all the time. Yeah. We yeah. just choose to not see them. Yeah. You know, one of the things you mentioned, you talked about how your wife is in, you know, your dad council. I really like that. I really like that. I, I don't, before you said that, I don't know if I would have said that my wife is, but for sure she is someone who I definitely get my advice from, you know, because again, like you said, I mean, that's your wife, man. You, you spend a lot of time with your spouse. So for sure, you know, that, that person is going to be, you know, um, someone that you're going to lean on to make sure that you're doing the right things. 
So yeah, I, I liked what you said. I, I didn't get to tell you that earlier. I had kind of scribbled it down to, to mention that to you, but yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, um, I initially when, you know, when we discussed the principles of the uh, DAG council um, and the purpose, I initially didn't have her in it. Mm -hmm. But when I thought about it, I said, she is in my dad council. Yeah. Because when it comes to things about our son, we talk about it. Yeah. So it's not you doing it by yourself. Yeah. Right. Right. I definitely Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. Out. I just, I, I never, I never thought about it till you just said it just now, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you got anything else on it? No, no, I don't. Well, this is a perfect segue into our Ask Dad for today. And the Ask Dad is actually talking about, is it okay to tell your wife certain things about them or their appearance that you do not like? Mm. Yeah. You can get a lot of guys in trouble today. Yeah. Just making that statement alone, what I just said, tells you a whole lot about this axe dad. Yeah, yeah. So, my answer to that question is, <laughs> I'm gonna say it is right. Mm -hmm. So like, I think, I think it depends on what it is i think it depends on what it is so if i'm going back to what you were talking about earlier like it's levels to friendship mm -hmm. i think it's levels to dislike okay <laughs> if you understand what i'm saying i'm, I'm listening okay I'm i think it's levels to dislike and so i'm, I'm telling you how i handle it and how I would handle these situations or whatever, right? So if it's something like really, really small, you know what I mean? Like if it's, you know, my wife, she, uh, I'm making this up off the top of my head, right? If she puts, if she's making me a burger or, or fixing me a sandwich and she puts, you know, the cheese underneath the burger. That might be some small and I'm like, I really don't like that, but I'm not gonna trip over that. I'm not, I'm not, okay? I'm not gonna trip over that. If she styles her hair a certain way for the day and it's not my favorite, I ain't gonna trip over that. I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna trip over it. What now, are you gonna trip on? Huh? What are you oh, going Hold on, let me get trip? there. Let me get there. Now, if it's certain things that like, it's like, whoa, I'm not feeling this. You got to say it and you got to say it with love. Okay. So like, if my wife were to, we talking about, you said appearance or whatever. So if she fixed her hair a certain way that I thought was the, the worst thing that I've ever seen. I think, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think I have to, like, and I have to explain why. You know, I have to say, I just can't be like, 
you know, that is the the, the worst hairstyle I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I and then just walk That's off. Like, you can't do that. I have to be like, hey, hey, babe, um, you are so beautiful. And I really like the way you had your hair last week. <laughs> you might have to say something like that. Or you might just have to say, hey, have you thought about wearing it a different way today? You know, or something like that. But you got to say it. You know which ways that you can say stuff. You know which ways triggers certain emotions and behaviors uh, from your spouse or your girlfriend or whatever, wow. right? So, yeah. So I, I think, and here's another thing too. And that that has happened with our marriage. If you ask me, I'm not gonna lie to you. So if you ask me, do you like these shoes with this outfit? And if I don't, I'm gonna say, no, I don't. Even if it was this, like, like, like I said, like if it was something I wouldn't say, then yeah, I'm gonna tell you, no, I don't, I, I like, I don't like the whole outfit. Wow. If you ask me, if you ask me, if I don't really like the outfit. <laughs> and you didn't ask me, but like I said, it's kind of low. I might not say nothing. I might just say, hey, you know, you look all right. You look good, you know, or or something, you know. But if if but if it's like up there and I need to say something, I'll say it, but I'll make sure I say it in love. Hopefully that clarifies it. Um yeah. If if you need to clarify, please ask me because I will clarify that. But okay. you know. Is if it's if it's something that like I is like whoa and and here's the thing, here's the thing, and I'm saying this kind of to some of our female listeners who may get offended by that. You know that's your right, but I tell you, you know, don't get offended. But Shouldn't listen be to what I'm saying. Well. I I I expect my wife to do the same thing with me, okay, and my wife has done the same thing with me. It's a pair of shoes. It's a couple pair of shoes that I have that my wife hates. And she'll tell me, yeah, you go with them ugly shoes on. You think they're ugly, but I like them. So, and I wear them anyway sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, but we had a, my wife and I, we had a relationship. We had to understand that, you know, um, if it's something about me that she doesn't really like or that I'm doing, she going to tell me. And I'm gonna tell her. So yeah, I, I think you have to. If it's some really small petty or whatever, I mean, you can let some of that stuff go sometime. But yeah, what, what do you say? <laughs> I think it's funny. I really do. I think it's so funny. Um, I feel like a lot of times it shows how much uh, power women have mm. because we're talking about this and men have gotten to the point where they are so careful about what they say. At a very young age, you understood that it's certain things that you don't make comments about. Mm -hmm. Certain things out of respect that you don't even ask women about. Oh, yeah. So their age, their weight, all that stuff. Like you don't even, yeah, you, you, taught, you taught from a young age like you don't ask a woman how old they are. You don't ask a woman how much she weighs. Like you just don't do that, right? I mean, I mean to cut you off, but yeah, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So that's what my point was. Food. Even I mean, 
any man that has just got married, if and then two, come on, a lot of us are marrying, you know, women that have their own careers or they work in their own jobs. You know, they're active, they're industrial women or whatever. Um, and they may have not conquered or or became that chef of a cook yet. So when you first get married, the food may not be like mama's cooking or grandma's cooking, right? Oh, bro. bro. I'll tell you <laughs> one thing, you better eat that food and not say a word, yeah. you know? Yeah. Those are just things we know. You don't ask about a woman's weight. Why not? I don't know, but it just told you that you're not supposed to ask that. You're not yeah. supposed to ask or make fun of a woman's age. That's been known as well. Like a woman can be older and look as young as she want to be. And you tell her happy birthday and she will not tell you her age. Why not? Who knows, man? It's yeah. just all these unwritten rules about how we're supposed to handle women. Yeah. And a lot, I think a lot of it comes from women take pride in their beauty. Yeah. And sometimes when you say certain things, um, they may feel like that's a shot against their beauty or saying yeah, that they, they may hit. not be uh, beautiful anymore. Women realize that men are visual. They know that we, we want them to be pretty. We want them to look good. So they really care a lot about how we feel about how they look, especially when they go out in public or whatever. But like for us, I mean, we want to look nice for ourselves, but it's not like we got, oh, I need to go out here and look good for my wife. You know, I want to look nice. You know, I want yeah. to be something that she's proud of, but it ain't going to hurt. Like you said, it's not going to hurt my feelings if she say, oh, you got some ugly shoes or whatever. I like them, so I'm going to wear them, you know? Yeah, yeah. I thought about one thing, and me and, me and my wife, we got this funny thing going on, is, um, you know, she likes to get dolled up sometimes, and, you know, she likes to dress up, and sometimes she likes to go get her makeup done. And she'll come back, and, like, my mom or my sister, they, they really into it. So they'll come back and like, how'd you like Shanika's makeup? And I'm like, it's nice. And she's more like, Shanika's more like, he doesn't, he doesn't like makeup with me. And I just, I'm honest in that point and she never gets offended. And yeah. everybody, everybody else is like, oh my goodness, you look so beautiful with the makeup on and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you were beautiful before. Yeah. Like, I go back to when I first met you. You know? Yeah. You were 21 years old. And you didn't have any makeup. You were wearing your natural hair. Everything about you, you didn't have to do anything. Yeah. You didn't have to try and look a certain type of way. I loved you for who you were. Yeah. So it's still part of me that that hasn't changed. I think that natural looks just looks really good. Yeah. 
I don't feel like she has to do that. And I'm not against any guy that loves for his wife to wear makeup, man. Your relationship is not my relationship. Right. But, you know, that's one thing that, you know, I've told her, I was like, yeah, I really don't care about that. And my brother's the same way. Like, he like, <laughs> he jokes with his wife. He's all like, you need to take that off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, when it's like weddings and big dinners and stuff like that, that's when they like to put the makeup on. And I really, I tell, I tell my wife, I said, honey, if you want to do that for you, then fine. But don't feel like you got to put it on for me. Exactly. I think that's the key right there, right? That makes that's you happy and makes you yeah. feel dolled up and makes you feel beautiful. Then go ahead. But I'm, I'm, I like the regular skin. Just to be honest, I, I like it. I like the way you look, you know? So, I mean, just if you want to put on just a little bit, then fine. But, you know, if you want to put that on, then put it on. But that was our way of really, I was able to tell her that I didn't really care about it. She know I don't really care about it. Yeah. But I told her, I said, anytime you want to get it done, don't, don't not do it because you feel like I don't like it. Yeah. That's what you want to do, then go ahead and do it. But either way, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. So if she ever come in with like her hair, I mean, or something done that you was just like, uh, no, I'm not feeling that. She usually, I'm not a control freak y'all, but she usually runs stuff by me. Like, how would you think if I got my hair like this? That's kind of how she do with me. I, I was going to say, my wife does the same thing. She was like, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm like, oh, I think that'll look good on you. Or uh, maybe, you know. Yeah, but. But yeah, yeah, like we, and see, to me, that goes into it, right? You ask the question about, you know, would we say anything if they did something, but it's all about what? The communication. Yeah. And the thing is, you've developed, and I have as well, you develop a rapport with your spouse or your girlfriend ahead of time. So when these things happen or they're about to happen, you are, so it shouldn't be like a surprise, you know, I came home and I got, you know, my hair done some weird way. Yeah. Like you knew about it ahead of time, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's all of the, your, your, your question was about communication and your answer was you communicate ahead of time. And it's, yeah. it's basically the same thing I was saying, right? You know? Yeah. So, and it's all about the honest communication that that, that couples need to have, right? And, and I don't see anything wrong with your wife or your girlfriend or your significant other. I don't see anything wrong with them coming to you and saying, hey, what you think about this? Because who are you trying to, who are you looking good for? Yeah. Yeah. See? And I, yeah, and I, I do the same thing. Like, you know, if I'm, you know, like if we going out, me and my wife, we going out of town and we, we may be stepping out and we'll go out on a date with just us, you know, I might say something to her and I might say, hey, well, what you wearing? She, well, I'm thinking about wearing this and I'm, I'm like, hey, I might wear this right here. And then, you know, sometimes I might say, hey, should I wear, you know, these jeans or these jeans? Should I wear this shirt with this or this shirt? And I, I'm the type most of the time, like, I, I, I think of my outfit based on what shoes I want to put on. I don't know, that's weird, but you know, like if I feel like wearing some Jordans, I might say, I'm, I'm thinking about putting this on, what you think? Uh, maybe wear those instead. And you know, sometimes, you know, 
I might do that. But if I really want to do something different, you know, I might wear it different, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all about the communication. You got to have a communication. Yeah. Well, if that's it, then we thank you guys for listening to the podcast. And Mario E and Kid, we're signing out. All right. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E. and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.